Hey guys, this is the Honest Ugly Podcast, where we talk a lot about identity and intimacy. I'm your host, Jennifer, and we're doing a little bit of a shift here on this podcast. We are going to start talking about mindset, time management, and healthy habits, because I truly believe these these three things will set us up, or they have set me up, to create the foundation for us to grab hold of our identity and to help us grow in intimacy as we seek peace and live productive lives despite the triggers of anxiety and weariness that always seem to trip us up. Today, we're going to talk about inner peace versus outward calmness and how we can actually achieve inner peace regardless of what is going on around us. Now, many of us might have a a misconception that these two terms mean the same thing. But there is a subtle difference between inner peace and outward calmness. Now, inner peace to me is a state of being where I am calm, balanced, and content in my spirit. And I'm also able to trust in the spiritual laws and promises that God has put in place, even when my physical eyes see something very different than what God has promised. But outward calm, it may offer an appearance of being calm and collected and maybe even look like peace, but someone can definitely look calm on the outside without feeling peace on the inside. I am sure there are some of you listeners that can resonate with this. Have there been times in your own life where you acted like you're fine on the outside, but inside you're a chaotic wreck of a mess? I see the hands going up. I know you feel me. Well, outward calm is not a reliable indicator of someone's inner state of being. It's important to acknowledge that people have different personalities. Some people are more reserved. Some people are more naturally calm than other people. I am not one of those people. Some people just have a calm demeanor and they're composed even in difficult situations. Now, I might be calm in like trauma situations, but sometimes I can appear nervous or agitated in the same circumstances that some of my more naturally calm friends appear. Let's be honest. Some people wear their emotions on their face, me being one of them, and some people are really great at maybe disguising it or masking it. I don't know what to call it, but some people are just better at hiding their emotions than others. I am not great at that at all. The honest, ugly truth is that I am one of those people who wear all of my emotions on my face. There's no faking what's on the inside of me. If I'm a wreck of a mess, it is coming out in my face, in my words, in my reactions, in my responses to life, in everything. There's no denying what kind of inner state I am in. But... God has done such an inner work of healing in me, both in my brokenness and in my identity, that even now when anxiety threatens to suffocate me, I am able to seek peace and find it. It may take a few hours. It may take a whole weekend. It may involve some tears. It may require that I get my body in motion to get some of that negative energy out. I might have to go on a walk. I might have to do my punching bag. I might have to get on my mat and stretch. I might end up eating a family-sized bag of empty calorie junk food. But I fight. I fight to get into a place of peace because I know what it's like to be there. I know what it's like to rest there. And it is possible to get into a place of peace. 
So, before we get to how we can get there, let's talk about the importance of having inner peace in our lives. Does it really matter? Is it worth trying to get inner peace? Yes, inner peace is vital to our emotional and physical well-being. When we are at peace within ourselves, we are better able to manage stress, anxiety, and other difficult emotions. We can make better decisions. We can have healthier relationships, and we can be more productive. Where are my productive girls? Who likes to be productive? I do. I do. Well, when we are in inner peace, we can be more productive and creative and all kinds of things, gentle, kind, all of the good stuff. Inner peace helps us to live in the present moment and appreciate the good things in life. It's not something that can be achieved overnight, though. It's a lifelong journey of discovering where true peace comes from and discovering what lies we are believing that hinders that true peace. And we have to establish habits and disciplines in our lives that create opportunities for us to keep seeking that peace, to keep pursuing it, to to become more and more of our natural response to circumstances in life. It is a snail's pace journey, but it is worth it. It is worth seeking peace and pursuing it. So how can we achieve inner peace? There are many ways to cultivate inner peace. Hang with me here a second. So lots of ways to create inner peace and we can create consistent habits. Like what habit works for one person may not work for another person. But I'm just going to list some of the common practices that I do, that my friends do, that other people I've talked to do to create space for peace to invade their lives. So some common practices might be meditation, movement, reading, creating, maybe art in some form or fashion of creating, singing, dancing, being mindful, being present. Spending time in nature, I love that one. Practicing gratitude and journaling. I mean, if you are not a journaler, there are so many benefits to journaling and so many peaceful ways that are um, journaling ways that we can invite peace into our life through journaling. But those are just practices that can help us to slow down, connect with our truest selves, and cultivate a sense of inner peace and balance. But the thing I want you to hear from me today is that peace is a fruit of the Spirit of God. So regardless of what common practices or activities or habits you instill in your daily life, we have to begin with the origin of peace. And God is peace. And the fruit of His Spirit is peace. So how can we achieve inner peace truly? Maybe you do a lot of the practices I just mentioned, yet you're still so full of anxiety and worry. Maybe you walk every single day, but you're still so full of fear. Maybe you get on your mat and stretch. Maybe you sing and dance and journal. Maybe you do all the things, but you still don't function from a true place of inner peace. I have been there. I've had daily habits most of my entire life, especially my adult life, that are considered common practices that get us to a place of peace. Yet, there was always this underlying, roaring riptide in my life that kept stirring the waters of anxiety within me. I wasn't at this place of inner peace. There was always some kind of 
chaos and just this unsettling place in my spirit that kept me at odds with my true self, that kept me at odds with the spirit of truth that lives inside of me. Yeah, I had moments of peace, but my life wasn't ruled by peace. My life was ruled more by anxiety. I didn't even know it. I didn't even realize realize it was anxiety. Looking back on my life, I've been anxious my whole life, but I had no idea I struggled with anxiety, but that's, let's just call it what it was. My life was ruled more by anxiety, but I controlled it with habits that created peace. But now I can honestly say that my life is ruled by peace and sometimes anxiety tries to steal it. But now I have the tools to battle it. And that's why I'm here because I want to offer people tools to battle anxiety and lies and all the things that keep us from intimacy and identity and just living peaceful, productive lives as an expression of worship to how we were made and who we're here to worship. So today, four tips to achieve true inner peace. Number one, ask God to give you inner peace. Whenever you feel anxious, pray for peace. I remember a time in my life that I was so overwhelmed with anxiety and fear and worry and the unknown that I really did feel like I might suffocate. And I would just ask God to give me peace. And I would, as I breathed out, I would... I would actually say the words, I exhale anxiety and I inhale peace. I exhale exhale fear and I inhale trust. I exhale worry and I inhale peace over or, um, faith or trust, whatever it was. I over and over and over, I did that as a prayer. It became a habit of mine. I inhale peace. I inhale truth. I inhale faith. I inhale you, God. God, please give me your peace. And he did that for me and he keeps doing that for me. And that is not a practice that I have stopped doing. It is becoming less and less, but it is still very much a practice when I feel overwhelmed and anxious that I ask God for peace. So ask God to give you this inner peace. It's going to feel, it could possibly feel like things get worse before they get better, but maybe that's just an opportunity for us to practice asking God to give us inner peace. The second tip I have for you is to practice welcoming anxiety and worry. As God's invitation to show you what he is asking you to ask him for help with. Now, I know that sounds weird. Like really, is anxiety and worry an invitation? Is it really a gift? Is it a blessing? What if it is? What if those fears and worries and anxieties, what if they are rising up in us? What if God's allowing that because it's an invitation to us? It's an invitation to us to turn to him. We can't stuff that stuff away, but if we try to stuff it away and we never acknowledge it, God's just going to keep surfacing in, in us as an invitation to show us. He's saying, come to me with this. Give me all your burdens. Lay your cares down at my feet. Cast all your worries and anxieties on me. That's what he says. And so practice welcoming anxiety and worry as God's invitation to show you what he is asking you to ask him for help with. Example, 
Are you worried about your kids? Ask God to help you trust that he will see them through to completion. He will because he said he would. So all we have to do is get to that place where we can trust him and it will relieve some of the worry we have on over our kids. Are you anxious over something you have to get up and perform for? Well, just speak God's word out loud over yourself. God's word says that you are equipped in all your speaking and in all your knowledge. And we can remember that God gave Moses the words to say as he got there. Not before, but when he got there. And God can do that for us too. So knowing knowing these things that God has said in his word and that show what kind of character he has and shows how he showed up for others is a really good way for us to come to him with, with truth. Speaking to him his character and helping us believe in that character is a really good way to relieve anxiety and worry. The third tip I have for you to achieve inner peace is to stay in constant conversation with God about every emotion that seems to surface up inside of you. Don't ignore the uncomfortable ones. Talk to God about them. Ask him what he is wanting you to see about yourself Or maybe what he wants you to see about a lie you're believing. Maybe he's bringing those things up in you so you can be aware and acknowledge and confess them. And when the good emotions surface, don't just just sweep them away like coincidences. Practice a heart of gratitude and thank God for the goodness. But the, the tip is to stay in constant conversation, whether it's good or bad ugly or beautiful, whatever. It just is. I was thinking the other day, what if emotions and thoughts aren't good or bad? They just are. Now, the scripture comes to mind just now that says, think on things that are true and noble and honorable and trustworthy. So I get that there's probably thoughts that are the opposite of those. But for today's point is, instead of thinking that we have to only come to God in conversation with the good things, what if we can come to him with all the honest, ugly mess? Because that those are the areas that he needs to heal. We can talk all day long about the things that we should be thinking about and the good things that we want to be. But if we don't confess the things that we aren't, if we don't confess the ugly places that we hold in secret, he won't heal them. We have to bring those to him in conversation and confess and be aware and offer them to him so he can come in and help us with those and to cleanse us of those and to heal us of those places in us. But constant conversation, this will keep you connected to the Prince of Peace whose spirit is peace. And that's our goal is to achieve true inner peace. And the best way is to be in conversation with God consistently and honest conversation, honest conversation. When I say be in conversation, be an honest conversation. The fourth tip I have for achieving inner peace is to encourage yourself to respond to God's spirit instead of reacting to people, circumstances, or old habits and triggers. This may require you learning to practice pausing. Yep, instead of just reacting the same as you always have, take a moment to consider how God may be asking you to respond to him. Consider how he may be gently leading you to forge a new response. Consider that he may be helping you along the way where God's Spirit says this is the way, walk in it. Maybe he's asking you or giving you an opportunity to practice walking in a way that looks more like how he would respond instead of how 
the world would respond. But we can encourage ourselves to respond to God's spirit instead of reacting to to fear and to chaos and to worries. Instead of reacting to what we see with our eyes, what if we respond to what we know that God has said is true? Instead of reacting to the things that are going on around us, what if we what if we respond to how we know the story ends? that we already know that we have victory in Jesus? What if we respond to truth instead of reacting to what our eyes see? That's all I have for you guys today. Four tips don't seem like a lot, but these things are not easy, guys. They take a lot of intentional effort, and they're not overnight effort. They are snail pace, trudging through Getting some things right, getting some things wrong, four steps ahead, six back. I mean, they take some intentional effort and a lot of internal work. But just because they require some effort doesn't mean they aren't doable. They are definitely doable. And the awesome thing is, is that God sent you a helper to help you. He sent a helper to guide you and to lead you. And I really believe that when God is in the middle or in the inner workings of the things that we are tackling, that we are putting our hands to, that we are cultivating, He can do more in a short period of time than we can do on our own in a lifetime. He is in charge of the rate of growth and the launching pad off of our failures. I mean, He can do more than we can ever think or imagine. And so when I say this is a snail pace, don't be discouraged because God can do so much. I just think of the little the little boy with the bread and the fish, the loaves and the fish, and how God just multiplied that. I mean, our little offering of fish and loaves, God can multiply that in ways that we cannot even fathom. So don't get discouraged when I say this is a marathon instead of a sprint because God can do whatever he wants to do. I just don't want to pretend that this is an overnight thing. Like all of a sudden one day you're not going to have any anxiety and you're not going to have any fears or worries because we live in a world that that is what is offered to us. And so those aren't going to go away, but God can help us deal with them and deal, deal with them in such a way that our natural response does create or does offer this place of inner peace that we are able to stay in. So to finish up, let's recap. We are asking God to help us. We are asking him to give us inner peace, to see anxiety or to help us see anxiety and worry as his invitation for us to confess where we are struggling. We're asking him to keep us in constant conversation with him. And we're asking him to help us respond rather than react. You've got this, guys, because I know God's got you. And I can show up here and tell you that inner peace is worth pursuing only because I've walked the same path that was once suffocating and full of fear and anxiety. And it's not that my circumstances have made the path easier. It's just that the Lord has helped me with a continual practice of the very four things that I just encouraged you to practice. So my friends, seek peace and pursue it. I am cheering you on and I am praying that this episode encourages you to keep responding to God's spirit as he keeps extending grace and peace to you. 
I will talk to you guys next time.